Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. Sherrod, buddy. I think you hear me. I hear you. What's up, brother? Can you hear me? I could now. And uh, the the uh, technical difficulties continue with uh, with locker room, but we'll get through it. I'm going to re- re-invite Max. And uh, Joe Sway, I'm going to reinvite. And cool. Uh, pretty cool. We'll get Max's opinion on all this. He was there for the McHale, uh, the McHale 56. Sherrod, I wonder if they could build momentum with this. So that 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 to me would be the biggest question. There's a lot of hugs going around last night. You would hope so, but man, look, I, I'm if I had some, I would not put my Bitcoin stock on that happening. Put it that way. <laughs> You don't think, man, you can't know momentum? You know what? Under normal circumstances, I would say, hell yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But, man, this is a different kind of team. Yeah, yeah. uh, They don't look like they have fun very often. I mean, last night, three and a half quarters was fucking not fun at all. It's like Jimmy said uh, um, last night, you know, they they gave us a, a half a quarter. Um, and, but it was good, man. I mean, I, like Tatum was totally determined. Yeah, you know? he was. And, uh, well, we we're just hang tight everybody while we let the room populate a little bit. Joe Sway talk. I think I hear him clicking around in there and uh, nothing yet. No, that was, that was me. That was you. Or Jimmy. Yeah, Joe Sway. <laughs> Is he on mute? Ah, he was. He's not now. I think he's just struggling to get uh, the app is glitchy again today. There's Max. Let's get him in. Max, I invited you to speak, accept the invite, and then hit the little microphone. There's Max. There he is. Is that me? There you what up, Max? What's up, gentlemen? We're just uh, reliving the Tatum moment, Max, last night. Okay. And uh, let's see. We see we get Joe Sway going here. And so we got Cedric Maxwell. We have my dog. We have Sherrod. <laughs> we have Joe Sway. And the room is filling up. Uh, if you guys want to hit that Twitter button, Sherrod, uh, we'll get some more people in here and then we'll start. Yep. Did that about a minute ago. With the new link. Okay, cool. All right. All right. So, Max, you, okay. I was just asking Sherrod, and just to give you the lay of the land here, Max, we just started bullshitting on the phone pretty much, um, and we have people watching us. At the bottom, where you see right now, is this cornbread for real? Click that, and you'll see a chat room where people will probably make fun of me. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were pretty much. Cedric, let's go. Yep. And then what do I write? Yes, it's me. Yes, it is you. And we're letting the speakers line up now. And pretty much, Max, do you see while you're doing that, any any sort of momentum bu- building or can be built off of 
uh, Tatum's historic. So what? I said, do you think momentum could be built off of uh, Tatum's historic night last night? No, I think it has less to do with what ha- him scoring than them winning the game. It's more important that they won that game. He He's already shown he's a dynamic scorer, but for them to come back and, and win that game in that fashion at this time of the year, as bad as they needed, it was more important. It was more important that they win the game than it was Tatum scoring 60 points. Sure. As bad as they needed it and as bad as they played this year, you're damn right it was big that they won that game. Um, I thought it was really telling after the game when Brad Stevens was talking about it, one of the first things that he kind of got into was how he was pissed at the way they came out playing. And me saying that Brad was pissed isn't me characterizing what Brad said. That's literally what Brad said, that he was pissed. And when you think about a win like this, you think about the way Tatum played, and you think about one of the first things the coach talks about was how pissed he was and how they started the game. It says a lot about this team. Uh, to me, it, it says that Brad can't even enjoy a incredible moment because they don't allow him and the fans to fully enjoy the moment because they came out playing like crap. Um, yeah. No disrespect to San Antonio. But San Antonio was not 32 points better than them at any point in that game or this season. That should never happen. That has more to do with you not doing your job than them playing great. Yeah, I mean, mean, exactly. You're right. I mean, they came came out and shot the ball well and all that stuff, but they were getting wide-open looks. They were getting first-grade layups. It wasn't like the Celtics ever tried to defend. And here's the problem with this team. When they try to, when the Celtics have been good over the last whatever years, and when since Brad's been here, they really try to out defend you. Right. Right now, they're trying to outscore you, and they don't have enough weapons right now to outscore anybody in these situations. Tatum has to score. Look, dude, Tatum had to score sixty points for you to take these guys in the overtime <laughs> when they and had they, you down by 32 points or 30-whatever. And, whatever. I'm just and they like, just won. They just won, right, man? Yeah. Just by a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's cheer his accomplishment. 30, 60 points in, in that kind of game was, was unbelievable. But for him to have to score 60 in a game like that says something about how you're playing and how other guys stepped up. I mean – what I love about it was the fact that he got he Tatum gave Jalen Brown an opportunity to get off the hook. He did. Jalen Jalen was Jalen was Jalen had a god awful game. The way he's been so great this year, that was a horrible game for him. And then he gets the win, essentially the winning shot at the very end of the game. Yeah, yeah. He he had a boo boo game. It was a boo boo game for Jalen. That would be a booboo game. That would be that would be a shitty game. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> if we're gonna say what it is, I know, yes, I know, we keep it a hundred. We we're keep on, it a hundred. Yeah, we are gonna keep it on the hundred here because that, that's what kind of game that was. That <laughs> was you know going what? right, that was going right it, it, to the toilet he, after your mama gave you the best oatmeal you ever had, and just say, "Look, <laughs> I got, I got to go. I gotta go." And then then the craziest thing about it is we're talking to, you know, I love, I love this. I love this when we talk Joe Swift, when we're talking to the MVP, we got a chance to talk to um, 
we, we got a chance to talk to Marcus after the game, but we got the MVP on with us right now. And, and every time I think about Marcus, I think about, you know, Ace Rod, the MVP. Ah, shit. <laughs> I was going to say, you're the MVP. What you mean? That, that, that's your number up in the Raptors. Exactly. Hey, hey, yeah, and my, my, my number's back. up. In, right? My number's I was like, who are you talking about? My Which MVP are you talking the, about? My number's up in the Raptors, but what Asherod did with Marcus Smart, the way he jump-started that dude, that was that's incredible. I mean, he. I wish he had been. I wonder what Asherod said the other day when he was what one for thirteen. What game was that? Oh, the game that they lost to OKC. Oh my God! You should have jump started them again because Marcus in that game it was hard, and then he comes back and plays a really tough game against San Antonio. And the thing that we've seen here, which I think is absolutely unreal, is watching DeRozan turn into who he is. He is mm-hmm. that that dude. That dude's special right now, man. Man, and dude, he, DeRozan. And he ain't even and he ain't even taking no threes. You remember? He I know. 30, he had thirty five points the other day without. And he's been special, and that, right, Max? That you don't have anymore in this NBA. Man, DeRozan is just to me. He's the one of the most economical, efficient guys in the game. He ain't trying to. He's not putting in hard work to get thirty points. He's just taking what you've given him. Mm-hmm. And what you give if you get here's this thing. He's not trying to build a big ass mansion. He's trying to build a bunch of condos in downtown. <laughs> you can, you That's can good. have all like that. that. I like that. The suburbs. He's going downtown and getting a little two two bedroom condo everywhere and anywhere. Uh, townhouse. And, you got the townhouse. And, and and they are fully rented out. That's exactly. what he's doing. Fully furnished. <laughs> right. No vacancies. He, oh my God. Yeah, that means I mean, I mean, so I mean he is he is exactly what I think Jalen can be from time to time. Jalen has been so efficient this year. Like yeah. last night was that boo-boo game for him. But if you think about, you know, how efficient he, – he's been the most efficient Celtic so far this year. And yeah. the, other guy, the other guy you have to talk about who has come from, from left field is, is going to have to be Naismith. He yes. – in, in two games, he has gone from being – an invisible man to an important part of them winning that game. And please, somebody just let me know what's going on with uh, uh, with, with our our new piece that we got from from um, uh, Orlando. <laughs> we had COVID, Max. What? Fournier. Yeah. yeah he, he he, what, what's the What was that key word you just said a minute ago? You said he had it. He had COVID. He yeah, had it. Had it, Nick. Had it. Oh, Tatum, Tatum you know that's coming it. up, Max. Come on, man. You know, you know, you don't have to hold your breath for that much longer. I mean, you, you really concerned I'm, about Fournier? I'm, I am. I'm very concerned because right shooters now, going to shoot, is, man. He's I'm not. Yeah. Well, he, the shooter, the law of averages. Right Look, I don't care about him being a shooter. I want him to be a shot maker. I don't. Well, I, I, I would love for him to be. I would love for him to be a shot maker. But I want him to be a shot taker too. Yeah. You know, and, and there were there were a lot of times where he did not take shots that were in his wheelhouse. Well, they, right. they, you know, he's come off. And, I mean, it, he took one shot, I think, in the second half that was a really his shot coming down from the three-point line on the left-hand side and knocking that, that one down. That's the first confident shot I've seen him uh, take, Nick, since he's come back <laughs> from COVID. He airballed an eight-footer, and he nearly broke the parquet floor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I, I want him at some point, sooner rather than later, I want someone 
to pull him aside and just keep it 100 and say, dude, you do realize that you're messing with your money now. You know that, right? That's true. Your That's job true. is your, your job. They got you because they want you to make and take shots. And if you're not doing neither one of those things, guess what? That's messing right. with your money. But so that's exactly why. I, I think that's why it's going to turn around. It's going to turn around. You think it's going to turn around? Yeah. Unless it's going to turn around when? When right. it matters most, Max, is the postseason, man. I'm not worried yeah, about Evan Fournier, man. Don't, Evan don't, Fournier don't is not new. Dude, you got to get to the postseason. Dude, you got to get there first. No, I get that, Max. But I'm saying is off of the law of averages, off of COVID, like – this little sample size, this is not enough to judge the guy. I'm not really concerned about it because I think this is that stretch where no. he can catch up. And at the same time, he's not in a space where the team's going to look to him to be the number one, two, three option. You know, he's in a good If we had 30 games left to go, Josue, I'd be cool with that. I agree. Don't. Yeah. You, right. You, right. You, I mean, think about it. If you have the playing game, you might have, what, seven, eight, maybe nine games left to play? Right. Right. Bro. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's going to start cooking then. That's what I. That's the thing. He's gonna start cooking forever. So you know, with the play, you're eight games away right. from. He better start cooking. But but let let me just reset here a minute, guys. So the room's full, filling up, and uh, we have speaker requests. So we're gonna get to uh, callers shortly for Max and Sherrod and Joe Sway. All we ask is you mute the mic when we like mute your mic right now. Actually, so we'll bring you on stage. You're muted. I'll call your name. And we'll bring you on. But first, I got to listen to these guys rap on a little bit more about uh, Tatum 60. And I, I want to get Max's opinion here. We talked a little last night, Max. Larry 60, Tatum 60, McHale's 56. Where, where does all this stand? And, and maybe what was more important? Well, more important, more important was the 60 that Tatum had. Because it was – I mean, the, the game that Larry had down in New Orleans – and he dropped the 60. You lose that game, you win that game. It was like, you know, someplace in the middle of the season. Uh, Kevin's game, I was right there uh, for the for the game that he had against Detroit. Yeah, it was a it was a great game. It wasn't as close, and the 56 weren't needed. He could have he could have scored 40 something, but it was just we just kept they kept passing the basketball because you know uh, Kim Benson uh, couldn't couldn't guard him at all. So uh, that was one of the reasons why this Tatum's sixty was, was was more impressive because mm-hmm. of what he had to do against defenders and the circumstances surrounding this game. Dude, they they lose that game. If they lose that game by twenty five or something, I mean, they were getting booed out of the arena. Yeah, for a yeah. How did two thousand people rock the garden? They, 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 and That's they, what they do. Yo, Max. Even uh, even Brad's daughter left, and he said, "You know what? I don't blame her. I would have left too." <laughs> I mean, Wait, it was it was that kind of game that you looked yeah. at and you went, "Hell, I'm getting paid to do the game. I wanted to leave." <laughs> I love the way he's put it too. He goes, "I would have left too," and she has things to do tomorrow. I don't blame her. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what I like though? I mean, Stevens was still kind of pissed off in that presser, and to me, that was. That was most important because this team can have a, a real tendency to sulk and, and get sad and, and depressed and also over-celebrate uh, victories. So it was nice to see Brad still pissed off because really that was an abysmal – that was maybe an all-time low. Maybe it was as bad as chanting MVP for Kobe, you know, 15 or 20 years ago. That that first half was – 80 points in the first half? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Points? Yeah. 
Mac, and, nobody, and no one but Tatum scored until like the last minute of the first quarter. Are, no, are you, I, I think you no dudes – wait a minute. I think you all are forgetting about something. And that was just – the game that was just Tuesday that they lost to OKC. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I think you – I mean, <laughs> oh, when you're, not, you're not far removed. Okay, they played a good game against Charlotte and came back. With, but then that game that – that was one of the butt ugliest games. <laughs> I, I mean, that is like – that that game against New Orleans, I mean that game that game against uh, OKC, that was like somebody introducing you to a girl and you going, "Damn man, what did I do to you, man? What did I do?" <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I, I gotta give Mac man. that team lost fourteen straight games right. before the Celtics. That, that was fourteen of them. One, 14. two, three, four, fourteen. And, and dude, I, I want you to say them all. You couldn't name the players on the no. team. <laughs> No, OKC was so mad that they lost that game. They were so mad. I mean, they were so mad that they won that game because they were yeah. just trying to lose so much that they benched Dort for the weekend, Max. They're like, man, Dort, you're playing too well. You're playing too well, Lou Dort. Take the weekend off, my man. You don't understand what you don't understand what we're trying to do around these parts, man. You don't get you don't get it. get with the program, Lou. We don't win around here. What's wrong with you? Look, that's why we sent Al home. We sent exactly. Him home to his and all, we, we sent him home, and, and Jay Alexander. We we sent him home because we don't want to win. Max Al's been chilling since March. All right, and, these guys do not want to practice win. player in NBA history. Yeah, okay, absolutely. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. By by Man, a mile. This, this new NBA is crazy because that team. This is what I'm talking about. We are how far removed from that particular game that that they that they went they they went to the shitter in that game. That mm-hmm. was, in my opinion, that was one of the worst Celtic games I've ever seen or ever broadcast. Mm. To see how to see how inept they were at playing well, a team a team that was essentially trying to give you the game, trying and, to and, give it and, to you, right? And, and Max. Th- th- OKC's game plan was was very obvious. We're gonna give you any shots you want. No. That was the game plan. You whatever you want, we're gonna give it to you. Yeah. And all the Celtics did was Jack three after Jack three after Jack three. <laughs> and, and and you know how I love Marcus, but there had to be some point in that game where you go, Marcus, stop shooting the three. Stop Uh-oh. it. Just stop it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Marcus might be in here. I don't. I don't get. Yeah, you do, Max. Yeah, you do, Max. That's why you're saying it. That's why you said what you said. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> you why know, I you know he ain't in here. Hey, look, if you can, <laughs> here, here's the thing. I believe truly, and as a player, if I praise Marcus as much as I do as a player, yep. Yep. then there has to be another side where I can criticize him if yep. he plays poorly. Right now, anybody want to go tell Marcus that? Please do, because that, that's. <laughs> That's what that's what grown that's what grown ass men do. Right, but exactly. but, but at the same but at the same time, Max, I think I think you about to say conversation and not be ready to choke each other. You could actually have right. that conversation exactly, and that right and that, that's real real talk right there. Yeah, nah, yeah that's, that's you know what else? You know what else too, Max? That's about what you know what else? 
What's why that? why do people look at that as a bad thing? Like, oh, he's calling out the media members. Oh, he needs the media to, 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 to get them all pumped up. I don't necessarily look at it as he needs it, but if it helps, then go ahead. Do your thing, Marcus. Well, Use every, any motivation that you need you to perform out there. That's all right. If you want to call out media members, I don't have a problem with that. Well, you remember, you remember talking, seeing Michael Jordan in the mm, last perfect day. Perfect example. Yeah. Perfect Michael, example. Michael, right. George, Michael Jordan sat there and said, yeah, George Carl was sitting at the table and he didn't speak to me. He said, he said, and that I, was and I took that personally. What? I took that personally. <laughs> I, I took it personal. Oh, I took it personal. Right. Come over and stop eating and stop eating and come over and then talk to me uh, during the playoffs. Like, Max, what about serious? the dude from the Wizards? He made up the story. It wasn't even true. Like he said, he put a story out there no. just to apply pressure on himself to go out and perform. Like, what's wrong with that? No. You remember the story that Shaquille O'Neal had against David Robinson? Mm, he said, nah. "He said David Robinson. He said he was always mad at David Robinson because David Robinson one time he asked him for an autograph, and David Robinson didn't sign the autograph." Shaq later on came back and said, "Oh, I just made that up. That was." Because <laughs> for, for those of us, who hey, he's know a David real one. Like, we're hearing that story. We're thinking, like, what the hell is he talking about? He said, there's no way in hell the Admiral did that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just made it up. I need it. So if you, if it's like you the know, nicest dude in the league. So we're, we're saying this. If you need all that to get you pumped up, to go up against opponents, that, that shouldn't be the case. Marcus is, Marcus is great enough player not to have to have a, 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 a stick of dynamite put up his ass for, for him to go out and play hard and be the dominant defender he is. And we've seen it too many times. But in that game the other day when he was one for, I don't know, must have been one for 13 shooting I threes. stopped counting. Mm. I stopped counting after 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm a, let's let's bring on a caller. We have Brady, and he was, he was awesome. He muted. So, uh, Brady, unmute. And what's your – Question or comment for Max, Sherrod, and Joe Sway. What's up, Brady? Hey, what's going on, Brady? guys? Uh, not much. Just in, enjoying that weird game last night. But uh, uh, I just want to get your thoughts on uh, two Max. Um, do you think that this kind of game can like spark spark something for the Celtics? I know we were talking about some on the post game show last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think like something like Tatum getting sixty like? Everybody getting defensively engaged, Neesmith starting to look good, mm-hmm. and the guy's starting to get healthy now, potentially, and hopefully get Kemba back soon. But do you think someone like this can like spark, like potentially a good good mojo into the playoffs and yeah, maybe a playoff I, run? Yeah, I think this was. I think it was a dynamic game for that. You know, people want to talk about the sixty, but it was more important that they win that game. What mm-hmm. happened if he had scored that sixty and they had lost that game? What they needed was that 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 spark, that confidence, and they needed to give the crowd something. Even the people who were there, I mean, that place was electric, man. You thinking coming back like that against and and everybody kind of misses the thing that that was a San Antonio, that was a Greg Popovich team that just lost a thirty-seven point lead. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, they they um. I think it, it it has the potential, obviously, to to be a spark. But to me, I I wasn't as impressed with Tatum dropping sixty. And and let me be clear about that. 
he has already shown even before that that he could be an elite scorer. So it, it really shouldn't come as this ultimate shock that he goes out and drops 60. To me, it was the way that other guys filled in their roles and helped this yeah. team win. Like we talk about Neesmith, had a great game. But you know yeah. who had low-key strong game in limited minutes? Freaking Grant freaking Williams. He well, played it's like about nine time. minutes, had eight points in nine minutes. Yeah, you, when he, he you get the opportunity, make the most of it. And I thought the the guys around uh, Tatum, other than Jalen, who had an off night, but the other guys that I thought did a really good job of playing their roles at a high level. You know, you're you're right about that. Tristan Thompson was another right. guy yep. who had, I think, he had what 15, 16 rebounds in that off game. Off the bench, yeah, off yeah. off the bench. I think there was some there was some great contributions in that game. And if you are the Celtics and if you and, and for the caller who just called, and if you're the Celtics and you don't use this game as a platform for you for the rest of the season, then you then you're not a, then you you don't need to be in, in, in the NBA because this what that was a platform game. It's something that you can jump off of because you got the crowd involved. You got players involved. You got coaches. You know, there, there were so many great things that happened in that second half. And they could have just as easily died on the vine and went away. But they didn't. And that's what tells me that if they can just get everybody healthy, get Kimba back, and get Foray's shooting shooting the basketball again, I, I think that there are going to be some good things can happen. It is telling because they tend to – well, they do play down to their opponents, but we've seen them really, really, really stick at the teams like the Lockheed and play competitive against, um, you know, elite teams. And it, it's so frustrating. Max, Sherrod, both of you, Joshua, all three of you guys. So more frustrating year, Kyrie or this year? I think some of us have answered this already. Oh, that's a really me, good question. This year? For me, this year, yeah, I would, yeah, um, yeah. Just because because Kyrie was a, was just a, a basket case from the jump. You knew that, you know, <laughs> you just knew that there was going to be shit that wasn't going to go right there. You knew that when he shaved, yeah, when he shaved for the opening press conference, we knew something was wrong. Right, right, and, but with <laughs> this team though, it, <laughs> with this team this year, this just shouldn't happen. I mean, like the things that we talk about more than anything else is effort. And that's some shit that yep. we've never really had that issue with Brad Stevens' coach teams in the past. They didn't always have the best talent, but you always could count on most of their guys giving really good effort consistently. Not every night, but consistently. Hasn't been there this year. Uh, Neesmith has been, frankly, a breath of fresh air um, for this team because he's yep. doing something that other than him and Marcus Smart, you don't really see anyone bringing it with consistency, and that's good effort. Sherrod, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it was I almost agree. jarring to see the energy that Neesmith had because we've seen it from no one else really all season. And he came yeah. in like his, he just was moving so fast. It looked awkward almost. Josue, uh, Kyrie or this year? I'm going to go with this year as well. Um, it's a close call though. I, I think the biggest difference is um, the expectations compared to 2019. I mean, 2019's team, like people can say what they want, how that team finished, but like like Sherrod said, I mean the effort was there. You know, it, you you felt like there was chemistry issues, or sometimes you felt like there was something in house that was going on. Whether it was seeing Marcus Morris push Jalen Brown during a timeout, or 
Wait, that would no. be attractive now, I think. Oh, with like Kyrie Irving. Right, because I'd be like, shit, these guys mm-hmm. have some heart. Show some heart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was like to say. That, yeah. Like you know, when, yeah. When, when Kyrie was, was screaming at, Gay, uh, at Gordon Hayward because he didn't pass him the ball, you know, in Orlando, Orlando like all yep. that yep. all that stuff, you know, at least these guys really gave a shit. There's a lot of times throughout know. the regular season where I'm wondering, like, do these guys go yeah. into the game? Obviously, they care, but then – when the reality, when they face reality, and the other team is it just shows like they want it more, they they retract, you know. And and that's not a personality. That wasn't a characteristic of that team, that 2019 team. That team didn't give up that easily. Maybe in that best of seven series against the Bucks, <laughs> when they could see their fate. But outside of that, they they put forth the right effort night in and night out. Max, um, I think I think that you know I look at this team this year and I'm really disappointed. I don't know that that Kyrie team. It was some special. It, we can boot on Kyrie all once. That dude is special, man. Yeah, he's very. He, he's playing. He is. He is. He is. The, he is the best below finisher around the rim I have ever seen. Now, I think the thing about this team this year, which bothers me, is this team takes on the characteristics of its star players. Mm-hmm. That this team and Tatum and Brown and Tatum in particular, sometimes just too cool for school. You know, you, yeah, you, 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 Sherrod, we've been around. That's a great way to put it. We've yeah. been around the coolest guy who walk in the room going, yo, man, yo, Phil, man, that's the coolest mug I ever seen, man, right there. <laughs> and no sweat, no nothing. Well, in basketball, you can't have that. Your, Hell leader, no. your leader has to have that fire and, and last night there were glimpses yep. of that fire that came from Tatum which I absolutely love mm-hmm. but there have mm-hmm. been too too many nights and, and, the, and the play that kills me as I keep thinking about it is the Charlotte game down in Charlotte and it was um, I, I want to say it was Tatum had the ball and he's, he was throwing it across court to Kimba and um, I think a terrible zero ran through the passing lane, but it was the the laziest pass from a first grader I've ever seen. It was a one hand left handed pass, like we we're practicing, not not a real game. So that's what I that's what this team has to do. It ha- its its personality is dictated how its star players play. Mm. I think it's always follow the leader to a certain extent, though, isn't it? I mean, when you're looking at the stars, it's just that our star, the Celtics stars, seem to be very emotionless. Like, Jason is not a very emotional guy. I loved the fact that Jalen struggled the way he did and then hit that dagger in the corner down the stretch because he didn't let himself sulk, you know? Right, right. And not that... Uh, not that I think he's going to, I won't use the word sulk, but just sort of mentally check out, right? We, we've seen yep. him do that yeah. before. Yeah. Yep. He I didn't that, do that. I mean, that the trust, and this is where Marcus is so good. The trust that Marcus had of not shooting that basketball and getting that basketball yes. to Jalen in the corner, that's, right. that's, that's, that's the genius mm. of Marcus Smart. Like, right come and get some. Join in. Like, like, join in the fun. Come I, on. I, I got to. I got to get my due because that that game, that's the kind of game, you know, that Jalen played that can can set a lot of players back. And the way he's been playing, he's been lights out. He just couldn't – there were so many times where he had a jump shot in that game where he tried to force it towards the basket. Or then there was a jump shot and the guy was up on him. 
he his biorhythm in that game was horrible until he was able to get the biggest, essentially the biggest shot of the game. That shot the three in the corner. Yeah, uh, and Marcus did that with Time Lord too. I think he ended up fumbling the ball, but it was another another pass late down the stretch, trusting a teammate. Um, let's go to Christian now. Christian, you can unmute and just direct your question towards one of the panelists, uh, so we know who you're asking it to. Sounds good. Uh, I just kind of wanted to ask Cedric. Um, you know, some people have questioned both Jalen and Jason Tam's ability to kind of lead this team. Gorman. So I was wondering what your thoughts on. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say. That. I didn't want to say that, but uh, no, we got got... that's that's Look. what I was that's what I was referring to. So uh, yeah, but, you Mike, know, what does this Gorman. game say? Yeah, Mike Gorman put him out there. Mike Gorman said they it. cannot be leaders of this team. Now Mike has been around the game a long time. I've been around the game a long time, but I think they can be leaders of this team. And I think they have to be leaders on this team. And 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 the thing I want to see from both Tatum and Brown is to the, the thing that makes them better is going to make them better. They have to demand that other guys be accountable. Yes. You, know, you just you can't be out there by yourself. You know what what was the greatness right now of 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 guys like Isaiah Isaiah Thomas, you know, and and, and Joe Dumars, those mm-hmm. guys, and you you would know better than me. You know, you're around Detroit. They made guys accountable. And, they did. And that's and 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 if your star player like Magic or or Bird or somebody makes guys accountable, that that's when your team is going to be so much better. But that might be a lot with Brad too, because Brad has this thing where he doesn't want players challenging each other. I hate and that. I, see, and I, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that you need to have players challenge each other Absolutely. to become better. Because when, when, listen, the, the one issue I have with this team, and I've, I've talked about this before, is they need more dogs in the yard. They need more guys who fall into that I'm an asshole, but you know I'm right category. Um, guys who are going to get at it, guys who are going to hold one another accountable, and if yeah. they screw up, the first person they'll point to is, like, you know what, my bad. And if you screw up, they're going to be like, yo, damn, you, you need to get over that pick. Yo, how you going to yeah, let that six-foot-one yeah. guard screen your ass and you six-nine? That should yeah. not happen. Yeah. They need to have those, and we've talked about this before, have those tough, uncomfortable conversations. Because right now, this buddy ball stuff, yeah. it's, you can only go so far before that stuff is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Right, yeah. Max. And, and, I'm sure Max was a part of a, see, a lot of uncomfortable conversations in that locker room, Max, right? I'm sure you guys had your yeah. moments where you had to get things off your chest and everyone had to say what they had to say, and, and, and it was squashed or whatever it would need to be sorted out. You keep it moving. Like, I think that's a huge part of what this team needs to do, and I'm hoping that that's going to be, uh, you know, the norm, I guess. I don't want this, I don't want to just hear about one or two. I want that this should be happening all the time, and, and maybe maybe now it is, or maybe it's starting to be the norm for- and and see I am I'm on the page with A More dogs need to be in the yard. Mm. And 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 one of the things that they had a chance to get one of those dogs that that wanted to be fed and that was and, and, and that was Darius Selinger. Uh yep. because he was he wanted the job. And we mm. and this team went out and got Parker and I don't see I, I don't see the fire in Parker. I, I haven't seen it. And he's he's just not that kind of person. No. What I know about Sullinger is he was a mean SOB. 
And you need more of those people on this team. And the fact that he was out the league for a while and was he coming in to get starving. a job, he would gnaw your damn arm off to get a basketball. And one thing we need, we need this team needs that toughness. And they don't have you name me that only guy I know that right now is kind of like that. It may be Tristan, Tristan Thompson, but I know Sollinger is another guy who's like that. And this team needs those kind of guys. If you're trying to win a championship and you're not art and you're about more than just lip service, you got to have a couple of them in, in your in your roster. You got to have a couple of guys who, at the end of the day, they may go zero for five and have yeah. only two three rebounds. But guess what? They're gonna kick somebody ass on that other team that that yeah. team needs to, needs to play well. Who will not be playing well? Here's a question I'll ask for both you guys: When is and then this is this is a loaded question. This will be good. When is the last time you saw Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown mad at another player on the team? Please. Never. <laughs> That's not I who they are. That. Yeah, but you're right. I'd love to see Jason just – I like to see him get a suspension. He gets in a fight so bad. F-bombs flying from his mouth like KG. I no, want to see it so fucking bad that I can't even... – I, I mean, I don't I want – I don't want to see that. I want to see him – I just want to see him – mad at another player on a team. Yeah. I have not seen that. Oh, I even, if, even if a guy <laughs> fouls him hard or, or a guy fouls Jalen hard, they'll get up and they'll pat the guy. I ain't seen one of those guys yet say, if you do that shit again, I'm about to fuck you up out here, okay? That's what I'm waiting ago. for. That's what we I'm waiting game. for. There was a game a couple weeks ago where Romeo got fouled really hard and Grant Williams got him. Yes, um, yes. I think it was, Me- it was Memphis, yeah. I think. Jermichael Green, I think, fouled him kind of hard. But it, 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 Exactly, you know, and that's my point. Who you did need you to have say, more that. Who, who did you, yeah. wait a minute, who did you and say And for Grant to do that, that was good. Grant Williams. Who did you say did that? Grant, Grant. Wait a minute, tell me again, I'll ask a question. Tell me the last time that you saw Brown or Tato so get up in somebody's ass. <laughs> Too cool for school. Never. I don't think I've ever seen it. I mean, have you seen Have you seen that yet? You got to get fouled one time hard by somebody and you get pissed off. Right. Nah, that. they're, pulling up, they're to, pulling up to the referee I, like that, Max. That's what they're doing. They're getting the referee's face. I have not seen him direct anger at another guy on the team. Like, or here's, you, know, you know what? Even if, if, even if, let's say, you don't see that because that's not really in their, their nature, somebody needs to get up in a player's face when one of your franchise players gets hit hard just to let that other team, that other player, that father know that you ain't Marcus. having that. Come on. Wait, Marcus. Oh, you do. You're Marcus. You mm-hmm. remember You remember when there was um, – who jumped up in the air and, and, and um, went in for a layup and got pushed – uh, you by it was a couple years ago playing Cleveland and I want to say it was um, uh, Horford went up for a layup dunk been, yeah. and he got pushed in the back by um, God, what's the guy with all the tattoos from Cleveland used to be uh, oh, J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. Smith pushed him in the yeah. back. And the first person that came over there and pushed him was Marcus Smart. Now that, but you mm-hmm. la- but again, here's the loaded question. Tell me the last time you saw Tatum or happened. Brown go to the defense of one of their players getting Great knocked to question. the ground. Sherrod? 
That's a good question. I I can't. I, I got I got nothing. I, I got nothing for that. That's a great, great, great topic. But the, but the, but the I, Mac, but, but the thing is, Max, though, it's it's not in their nature to do that, and I get oh, that because on. if they try to do that, Max, real talk, if they tried to do that, they would not know how to handle themselves. They would either either get their ass whipped or they go over the top <laughs> and wind up getting suspended for like no. two, three games. Boy, like, but let me say this to you: you're talking about getting their ass whipped. And, and there's not a guy out there with fart really good right now. You right. Ain't nobody going to throw no punch. Nobody's yeah. about to smoke no more. Nobody's ain't about right. nobody throwing no punch. Right. I mean, right. I mean, they, ain't even, they ain't even rubbing heads together really good like KG used to do. Yeah. The head buns. They ain't even head button anymore. You're not it's going true. to – you're not going to you're, – you're not going to uh, by any means are you going to get beat up. Or anything like that. What you would do is you else. you would have your teammates look at you going, "Oh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, all right, big fella, let's go, let's go here, let's okay." But I have not seen one time. I mean, and we've been around Tatum, and we've been around Brown. Been How many years? years and we've seen guys get fouled and knocked down, and we have not seen we. We think about Morris when he was here. He was love you know, it. your ass. Yep. You yep. think about other guys, but yep. but your star players. There is, I mean, think about it this way: Larry Bird and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar cursing, going back and forth. That was whereas Kareem said, "White boy, I'll knock your ass out." And, and, <laughs> and Larry, like, damn it, bring it on. And and that's your your, your lead dogs. If your lead dogs are doing, everybody else is gonna fall in. And I'm not saying that you have to do it all the time. Now, I'm not really saying that, but you just give me a glimpse of it, then everybody else on your team gonna go, oh, okay. These play these, but these players today ain't built like that, Max. I mean, we're talking about Jason and Jalen, but you look around the league, you ain't seeing Dame Lillard go at nobody like that. You not seeing Dame Lillard? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute, Dame Lillard. Well, bye bye your ass in a minute. He hits the ring. He'll give you bye bye. Rock the baby, and he's coming in this building. That dude right there is mean as a damn junkyard dog. You think, yeah, okay, but you know what you're saying. Let's though. think about Westbrook. <laughs> what will Westbrook do? Westbrook is emotional, and and I understand that Tatum and Brown aren't built like that. But there has to be, and and you probably played 300 NBA games in your life. You're telling me you ain't got pissed off one time when somebody yeah. knocked you down or or knocked down one of your teammates. Listen, in 2010. But Joe Sway, I mean, I think yeah. Joe Sway hit the nail on the head. Their response when that happens is to go to the ref. Not go with the dude that just watch your ass. Right. Not, 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 not to the guy who just... just put your ass on the mat, <laughs> but go to the guy who you hope would bail you out yep. when you got your ass put on the mat. You know, like, you, you, you know how you it's like running through, and, It's like running through the I'm teacher. Sure, it's like running through the teacher, man. Joe Sway. Yeah, hit him back. Joe Sway, you got your brother right now. It ain't all the time where you went to your mom and going, oh, mom, he hit me or he went to me. You went to his ass. <laughs> you might have got me right. down. Joel might have beat right. you down, but you, there's a point. I got to get my licks in. got to get your licks in, right. Guys, you know, guys. Something, something has to happen, man. I mean, and, and you, oh, you're going to go to the, the referee and the referee's going to say, okay, guys, stop it. Don't do this. If you walk up to a guy like and, and mine, well, I will always remember this with Carl Malone. Carl Malone, my oh, last year in the Malone. league, I was playing with uh, I was playing with Houston, and no, I was playing actually it wasn't my last year, but I was playing with the Clippers. And Carl Malone, that's when he was elbowing mm-hmm. everybody in the league, and he gets the rebound, 
and he swings and the elbow just goes right by my nose. He doesn't hit me. And then we get to the free throw line. I said, man, let me tell you something. <laughs> I will end my career today to fuck you up, okay? <laughs> right now. I will end my career today to end your career. That's how this will go. And he looked at me like, damn, you must be crazy. Yep, that's right. There's some crazy in there. There's some crazy, but I mean, he never did it again. It's a point in case because if you think back to like this season has been abysmal, right? But 2010 was pretty awful too, if you think about it, right? They were barely 500 and they turned it on in the first round against Miami. I can't remember who the freaking player was for the life of me, but he went at KG and Paul got in the middle of it. A fight started. The entire playoff seemed to change at that moment. And Max, your series in '81, you guys, you did a, a, that changed the, the scope of the game, and then you guys beat the Sixers. These things happen. Emotion is part of basketball, and I, it's absolutely, frustrating. it's frustrating. Absolutely, I think I think every good every you're not going to tell me that Jason Tatum and Brown have played 300, maybe 300 plus games in the NBA or someplace in there. And there hadn't been one time where they've been pissed off by the opposition, somebody going under them, somebody hitting them on the leg, and you went to the official instead of going to the dude and going, just tell me one time that you've seen Jason Tatum or, or Brown, Jason Tatum or Brown, go up and confront another player. The closest was when uh, uh, Tatum was, and it wasn't for a teammate, it was when he was a rookie and he dunked over LeBron and he went nose to nose. I thought, you know, oh, this guy might have some balls, right? So, yeah, but uh, that that was, yeah, and 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 that and that play resonated yeah. through the whole team when he oh, did yeah. that. And but that wasn't again. He wasn't. He Not was getting back at LeBron for LeBron doing the same thing to him in Cleveland, yeah. where he hit a big shot and he ran into Tatum, and Tatum remembered that and took it out on him in that game. But I'm just saying one time where one of your teammates or a guy elbows you or goes under you that you don't look to the official to make amends. Let's see. I'm going to I'm gonna actually bring Ben on now. He's been waiting forever. You can unmute yourself, Ben. Have you seen Tatum or Brown defend a player, go at another player? Uh, I, I think the answer is no. Ben, you got to unmute yourself, bro. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I, it was funny because Sherrod brought up Grant the other week in the Nuggets game, and I loved seeing that. I was laughing because he – I don't know if you guys remember, but he was also, like, stepping in front of Jokic after, like, trying to piss him off. Yeah, he's feisty. So yeah. I want to see a little more of that from Tatum, but I feel like he's just so uh, introverted, you know? He's so to himself, even even off the court, you know? I, I don't know. I, I tend to think maybe it's a bit of an act. Like, I don't think it's an act, but I think he's not that shy. You can't be that shy. I mean, yeah, I mean Sherrod, you've got no. one-on-ones with him. Is he that shy? When it comes yeah. to confrontation, no. I, I, yeah. I don't think he's shy, shy, but I think when it comes to, like, confrontation on the court, yeah. Because here's the thing about Tatum that, that I, I think we, we all know this, but we sometimes forget. More times than not, when he's on the court and he's and someone's guarding him, he can get his shot off and score against that dude almost any time he wants to. And so for him, it's like, you know, you may follow me hard, but guess what? I'm still going to bust your ass before the night's out. Yeah, but it takes him 75 dribbles and 22 seconds off the shot clock to get there. That, you know, that, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Someone someone got what's kind of giving him 
like a hard time. And Tatum was getting frustrated, but he never really showed you, it. But you, you could know, tell they were they were, they were know who back that, and forth. You, you know who that was that got who? in his ass like that? Who was you. it? Let's go out. Let's go out to the Clipper. Oh, lane. cousins. Yeah. yeah no, cousins. no, not cousins. No, no, it wasn't cousins. That was good. That no, happened this. That happened this season. It wasn't cousins. This is a couple years ago, uh-huh. and uh, it was Patrick Beverly. Got in his ass. So every time he got it, he was talking noise. And see, this is what I like to hear a response. You remember Kevin Garnett was being guarded by Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kevin Garnett came back and scored on him, and then he said, "He said, guys, y'all know who I am, don't you? I'm, I'm Kevin Garnett. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm the ring. I'm, I'm, I'm Kevin the ring." And, and Patrick Beverly later on said, "You know, what? Yeah. He, he told you guys who he was." He said, "I'm Kevin Durant," and and that's the kind of response that you know bullies. We've all been around bullies. If a guy's gonna bully you. He's gonna bully you that much more until you respond and bust his ass. Oh, KG's a point in case. KG bullied everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did KG ever really get into anything to get an advantage? Right, that was yeah. always his mentality. I would say or do anything I need to get an advantage against my opponent. Yeah, it's a head game. It's a head game. And and it, and and basketball, as as most of us know, is the biggest head game out there. I mean, yeah. because sometimes you rule through intimidation, you know. Sometimes you rule through brute force, but the but when you get a guy mentally, there is nothing like that. And I had James Williams right. ass like that. You get him mentally, and he's like <laughs> that choke symbol, that choke. Okay. Go on, Max. Okay. Tell him. okay, all right, all right. Tell him. That's why I yeah, was one of my favorite players. I love. Nobody him. can get in your head like she. Yeah, but you know what's cool. You know what's cool about KG, and of course, I'm I'm, I'm going to continue plugging this book, guys. Go go get that new KG book. Did you read? Love, you must get some royalties out this, Joseph. How much you get? I that's love what. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm getting. Yeah, well, I'm getting the uh, the knowledge, Sherrod. That's what it is, man. KG. Oh man, but no. Yeah, I read the whole thing. It's it's incredible, man. But but what what he said about um, uh, Tim Duncan, right? Of course, yeah, he talked extensively about mm-hmm. trash talking and, and Tim Duncan and the rivalry. Tim Duncan's game was. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna let you keep barking, and once I start really cooking and getting into getting into you, I'm gonna get in your head by doing little little subtle things like you know a, a, another layup in a row on your face three times in a row. I'm gonna drop a mm, almost. Yeah, or he would yeah. drop a oh, got him. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? But, yeah, but yeah. What that KG so- didn't know was that by him not reacting to what KG was saying for yapping, yapping, yapping for the first ten minutes, he was already inside KG's head without KG yep. knowing it. And that then came those little game. sly comments, and KG was furious. He's like, this mother – man, now I'm outside of my game. Now I can't get a control of him because I'm pissed. I'm heated. He's, he's talking trash subtly, and that's making me even more when mad. You, when, you, when you do that to another grown-ass man, what you've done is you have rented the space in his head. That's what you've right. done. Right. You essentially you – you have a uh, uh, HRI like this. You have a condo that's building that dude's head. That's <laughs> and you know what? And, and you and have Max, the key. And, and Max, when you when you get in that space and you get him in that mode, like for two, three, four, five years in a row, it has become rent to own, baby. <laughs> right, 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 right. Absolutely. And, and, and it's it's like you said. It's like Rashid Wallace is one of the biggest barkers that I've I've ever I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But we barked just as much during the during the eighties. Where right. we would we would bark at players, we bark at teams, we bark at, at coaches. 
but we bark at fans. If if you were a fan <laughs> of opposition, and and I loved it when we were in somebody else's arena, and Detroit. we would have a guy behind the bench, and he'd been yelling and screaming all night, and we go up by ten points. Everybody would turn around and say, "Tell the dude, said man, get your family." Beat the traffic because this one's over right now. <laughs> yep. and he, he would get his wife and the kids and they would leave. That was the funniest stuff, man. Beat the traffic, dude. This was over. What, they want to what, play around for the end. Wasn't Leon the Barber in Detroit? Leon the Barber was in Detroit. He was brutal, right? He were, there were, you know what? You, Asherah could go with this one just as much as I can. Yeah, that's why I'm throwing the, it out there. The league has changed the format now because there were guys in the NBA. There were fans in the NBA. Code of conduct, my ass. Yeah, they were talking about your mama, your. Fa- <laughs> I mean, they were. They yeah, and you said you remember the girl said LeBron, you bitch yeah, ass, yeah, yeah. And, you know. Look, yeah, dude, dudes were way beyond that. Way beyond that, man. There was a dude in Philadelphia. There was a heckler who was in uh, Washington, D.C. that was a lawyer. There was Leon the Barber who, Number you know, had his boys around him. He was cussing you out. He told, Bob McAdoo, he told Bob McAdoo, he said, Bob, if you don't get it, if you don't get it going here, and that's when he was in Detroit. Oh, player. this is the uh, best. He said, he said, I'm going to send your ass back to the damn plantation. Oh, no, no, that's not the best. When he goes, Macca, Macca, <laughs> do, don't. Macca, don't. Yeah, I didn't hear the plantation one, so I want to make that very clear. I knew the Mac and Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, oh, that's I mean, I mean, Nicholas, that, that wasn't the said, best boy, part. He no. said, boy, I'm going to send you back to the damn plantation. Like, that's Now, you think about that. You think if any fan <clears throat> said that to any player, these, this them be fighting oh words. Oh, he's out, the, he's out the arena. He's out of the For arena. Life. Yeah, yeah, you you are you are out of the arena. So the the NBA has changed the fans. The code the code of conduct has changed for the fans. It's just a it's a different league than when I play. A lot of stuff I don't even understand it as much because again, it was a mental approach that you were trying. If I had walked across the free throw line when James Worthy missed the free throw and gave the choke sign, they give me a technical. They yeah, give me a technical out. for, for – now, what do you give me a technical for? What what did I do? Show Dick him Stockton up. gave me a technical. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Show him up? I mean, what, what did I do by saying you just joked? Real this back in, guys. Somebody last night I noticed during the postgame show kept asking the same question over and over, and it was a good one. Is it time for Brad Stevens to name a captain? I mean, eight years – I don't know any team that doesn't have a captain. I mean, yeah. I kind of started with Rondo. Is I kind of wish I kind of wish they opened it up to the players to make that decision. Yeah, that would be good. That's they're true. the ones who are going to be led by whoever is is chosen. And if it's not somebody they're on board with, then shit ain't going to work. Guys, don't don't they already have a captain? Who lucky? No. Oh shit, Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> Mar- Smart. It is Marcus Smart. It is Marcus Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Well, should sure be that he should be he should be elected their captain because Agreed. he he is the he is the emotional uh, um, uh, plug that they go into when when they're playing really well that that's the dude right there yeah, I don't think it's anybody else and unless you're gonna say it was Brown 
but I want to go with that guy who's fiery. And, 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 you know, Marcus goes over the top because what he did the other day, going at the official like that, talking about, I, I assume they said he, he threatened the official with physical harm. I was like, dang. <laughs> Max, Max, listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't condone beating the shit out of refs by any means, <laughs> but I do like the fact that he showed some fire. He showed his <laughs> What was better, Gerard, than, than getting That's a true. technical That's true. while injured on the bench? That That's was beautiful. Like, beautiful. That was beautiful, right? I mean, everybody, I think we were I collectively roared at home on our couches because somebody showed fire and he was the injured guy. That you, but here's here's the thing you can't have that can't happen. Can't be the injured guy. No, no. Has to be has to be the guy out on the floor in the middle of the war. Says that's a lot though that, that it was the injured guy though. It says a and lot about if, the and, and, if, and if that's the case, that should that should never happen. It has to be that guy on the floor who is who is leading in the game. It's just like when you if you you've been in a team sport before when you you didn't play in a game and you you come back and everybody's like, yeah, I did this, we did this, dude. You only feel like you part of that thing. So it has to be the guys out on the floor, and and, and I'm looking for that fire that Tristan Thompson has it. Marcus has it. Who are the other guys? I don't know that team? Tristan Thompson has it. I mean, Tristan I Thompson it. has it. He has a little, he has a little, yeah, beast he, has to it. Him. he has a little beast to him. I, I like that. It, it, just the way he goes at the glass pumps his fist. Well, you know what, Max? I think that's a good, that's a good mention right there. That's a good example, right? I mean, if, if, if shit goes down, that's one guy who's, who's, who's he put yeah. himself in there. He's ready oh, to scrap, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. he, especially he in the postseason. You got you got two guys right now out of your whole team that you say are going to be like that. Two. You know what's crazy? I, I was I was just trying to figure out when was the last time Tatum had any like signs of a scuffle. And you go back to a couple years ago when Demarcus Cousins was with the Golden State Warriors and the Celtics had Aaron Baines. We miss him. Kind of. Yeah, Cousins kind of tried to big boy Aaron Baines and knocked him to the ground and then said some words to him. Tatum nudges Cousins. Cousins pushes Tatum. Then Baines gets up. Terry Rozier gets up, and it's just like, "What you want now?" Yeah, yeah. yeah you know that was a that that team had such a different dynamic. You just they mentioned had players. They had yeah, dogs. man. They were called the dog. They were called like the Bulldogs or something, weren't they? Rozier and Marcus, like yeah. early on in their career, like they were. They fighting. had dogs who are about that. They don't yep. have yeah. that now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 And yep. That, All right. And that is that is so true. The fact that you made you may mention Nashira. That's why you're the MVP. But you Me may mention MVP. and and I like that what you said. They need more dogs in the yard. It's like if you come up to somebody's house and you just say somebody left some. We're like this, you know how it is these days. And and, and um, somebody brings UPS brings some packages to your house mm-hmm. and you got a fence out there. And in that on that fence it says, "Beware, dog." You ain't jumping over. You ain't like you jumping over that damn bitch. You like right. I'm gonna think about it. now. If you see a couple of dogs out there in the yard, you going, oh well. Oh, I think I, I think I'll go someplace else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need dogs. You do need dogs. Let's 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 bring Michael on. He's been patiently waiting. And guys, we're gonna wrap soon. So get your requests in to speak, uh, and we'll we'll rapid fire them. But um, Michael, what's up? You got Max. You got Rod. You got Joe Sway, you got the big three, and I'm basically, uh, I don't know, the trainer or something. What's up, Michael? You're Doc Rivers, yo. 
Actually, uh, I was going to say Danny Ainge and shit. Actually, I, I, yeah, I Danny Ainge. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, my big brother would never let me. John might be Doug. I would end up being Danny Ainge. I would end up being Ainge. Uh, Michael, we're going to bounce here if you're not going to. You might have fallen asleep. No, yeah. I think we just cut him off. Hey, Nick, I think you still have me on. This is Ben. I think you still have me in here. Um, if you need oh, to, like, really? if you need to, like, hey, ben. yeah. I'm, no, I'm I don't. Here, and yeah. now listen, man, the app is just doing whatever it wants to do. And, uh, hey, guys, you know what, though? Spotify bought this app. So, uh, hell, you know, I, uh, it's going to be a I, lot of improvements. I love it. I had I had an unrelated question if Go you ahead, were ben. down. But, um, it was, yeah, I mean, I love the, the talk we're having right now. First of all, it's funny that Sherrod mentioned Baines cause, or whoever mentioned Baines because I was thinking of him, too, and that whole – that team with, like – I love Baines that dude. And those guys. I, fucking I love, love that, that dude. Team. A lot, yeah. I know Baines is, is hilarious. Um, but I had a question about this, like this stretch, these last like eight games. And just sure, sure. What y'all think should be the main focus? Because for me, it's about getting like that eight nine like man rotation set. Because I feel like we never have that from game to game. So I don't He's know. He's never had think. that though. Yeah, I'll go first and go around the horn to the people that matter. He's never. Brad Stevens has never really really had, I, I don't think, a, a, a set rotation. It seems to change depending on the spreadsheet prior to the game. Uh, no, Nick, come on now. Nick, come on. it is basically because Brad Stevens hasn't had a rotation because he hasn't had this team I'm healthy. Not going back years. He no, Nick, Nick the there were times when he would start, he would start guys and put them into a game. But this year, he's never really had, had guys who have been healthy all year. I feel like he's he's had like a top seven, eight guys most years, and then he kind of filters in another guy or two here and there. But this year, it seems like he's basically had like maybe three, four guys that he feels good about, and the others, you know, you're filtering a guy here and there to start because with Kimba, you know, he doesn't play back to back, so you know that you're going to have to be filtering guys in and out of that lineup, that starting group all year. And when you have the health and safety protocols, you got injuries. Uh, Romeo Langford can't stay healthy enough for him to get any kind of rhythm. Naismith wasn't doing a whole lot at the beginning of the season. Grant Williams, you know, he's out there playing 20 minutes, getting you two points and one rebound. Figuring out how to get a set group that can be impactful consistently. The last couple games have been maybe as consistently uh, good as they've looked as far as guys in specific roles and executing those roles. I'm hoping he can get a nine-man rotation before we go into the playoffs. I like the idea of having Fournier, Naismith, uh, Tristan Thompson, and, and Pritchard coming off the bench along with the, the other five starters. But, again, with, with Brad in, the, in this group, it, you just you don't feel comfortable saying this is going to be the nine-man rotation because I just don't think they're ever going to get to that point. I don't think anybody has – I don't think anybody has produced well enough off the bench. To, <laughs> right. To we got to tell Max about our, our, our like circle only, of trust. Only one, not a lot only of players one, in Only there. one you see right now who has done that consistently this year has been Pritchard. Pritchard's right. been that mm. one spot where you're going, wow, yeah, okay, I know what I'm going to get from him coming off the bench. Everybody else has been hit and miss. And Brad has had to say, okay, are you hot? Are you hot? I mean – I don't even think in in the last game. I'm just trying to think. Did Parker even play in that game? Last did one. Get in, did he get in for a minute? I mean, so so not in the last two. I don't think. Well, so why? So why are you? What you know? What is he here for then? If you if you're not getting him, I'm ready, dude, dude, no energy, play, I mean. 
Dude has no energy, to me at least. I mean, I think he's he's. I Sherrod, I think you like you like Parker, don't you? I do. I, I like Parker because I know exactly what I'm getting from him. I'm getting no defense and lots of O. <laughs> and I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that for a second unit that has trouble scoring. So he has a very clear role. But here's the thing. When you got other guys like Neesmith making impact, uh, Pritchard shooting the ball well, Tristan's doing his thing around a basket, you don't really need Parker at that point uh, because your defense and all those other categories are going to be more than enough to mask whatever offensive deficiency you have. But, again, I understand why they went out and got Parker because those all those other guys I just mentioned weren't playing consistent enough to where you felt good that they were going to give you what you needed. Uh, Parker, I think at, right now the way they're playing is the in case of an emergency and we can't get a bucket and our defense sucks, we're going to throw him in there. Cause you and, see, and, I, and I'm not and I'm not over the top of – of him with his scoring ability. I mean, there, there are times I see he's he's not he, – we don't look at him as a three-point threat. We look at him as a guy around the basket right. and doing some of those things. We don't look at him as a big-time rebounder. We don't look at him as a, a defender. So there are a lot of holes in this game to a me. A lot of holes. Hell yeah. Yeah, and, and you're talking about like, okay, this team – how many times has this team given up three and four opportunities on the glass. Tristan mm. Thompson didn't get it. So that, that's what I'm saying about this team to me. You got you, you got to lay some lumber out there, and that's the thing that this team hasn't done. Well, Sully be getting those rebounds. That, that fat ass would be yeah, Yes, he would, he, he would have. Yes, he would have. I mean, you look at where he's – I mean, a lot of people say he was big, but he had, if you look at him, he's There's lost a bunch now. of weight. He's lost and, a ton of weight. And, and he is, and he is as he is mean, and he's hungry. I was, I was very disappointed that Danny didn't bring him in because he knows, the, he knows the system, he knows how to play in the NBA, and we know he can be mean as hell. I, I, I got killed the other night in the chat room for saying the exact same thing, but it's true. And that night, he scored forty and fifteen over in in uh, overseas, and uh, you know, I mean. You know what you're going to get, and I think you'd get the better side of them. Let's go to Chris, who's been patiently waiting. Chris, uh, you're now unmuted, but you've been unmuted, dude. That's why I kept bouncing you. Sorry, bro. But, uh, yeah, man, get, what do you got for Max and Sherrod and Joe Sweet? Um, what do you guys think about Chauncey Billup joining oh, the staff? Yeah, or as a, I don't know about a head coach or assistant, but it's Brad. See, I'm the worst that. person to ask yeah, about you Chauncey Billups. <laughs> Uh, because I, I I just tell you straight up, I mean, I am biased. That's my guy. I mm-hmm. love Chauncey. I love mm-hmm. Chauncey. Uh, Chauncey is an unbelievable leader. Um, little things little things that people don't see on a day-in, day-out basis that I, I look at him as just being just brilliant in his leadership. One of the things he used to do in Detroit was when he would come down and there would be a possession where he thought Rip Hamilton had a mismatch, but Rip wasn't being aggressive enough. Chauncey would say something to the effect, Rick, take that motherfucker down there and bust his ass and give him the ball and get out the way. <laughs> and, Rick, and Rick would go to work. And Rick would go to work. And, and at the beginning of games, Chauncey would be like, Ben Wallace, I'm going to get you the ball right off the jumps. So, so do your thing. And they would do that. He knew how to connect with his teammates to get them to feel as though they're part that whatever role they had to play, 
they weren't going to be limited to whatever that role is. He was going to make sure they were involved and engaged. And he's an assistant now with the Clippers. But, man, I think he's going to be a really awesome head coach someday. Because, um, again, he understands how to connect players in a way that very few players, I think, can do. I think he would be great with Sam Cassell, I think, when he Sam gets Cassell, his shot. Yeah. It's going to be a really good one. Um, but, again, I am the worst person to ask about Chauncey Bills because I will. I, there will be no Chauncey Bills slander when I'm on the call. I'm going to let you know that right now. <laughs> well, you, yeah. better hope, you better hope Rick Pitino then call. <laughs> now, that's a different story. <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah. I like that take. Yeah, I've heard that. I do not like Mark Jackson uh, as a coach. I know Max does. Not a good fit. I don't think. I don't be a good think fit. so at all. He'd be like culture shock, uh, Sherrod. From Brad to Mark would be like going from you know pretty loosey goosey free, and Mark Jackson would have a strict locker room. I like Mark <laughs> as a coach. I just I don't I, like I, the I, fact I, that he's not coaching though. I, that that doesn't feel right because he's good enough to where he's right. someone's leader. Um, and there's and again we got to, there's not enough time to get into all the reason yeah. why that is. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like the fact that he's not coaching. Uh, I, I I I'd agree there. I, I also think he's he's been uh, known to have a bit of your back yeah. this way. All right, he's been known to be overly strict too. I think I've heard different things here and there. But uh, well, no, all right. I just wanted to yeah, go ahead, Josue. I, yeah, just real quick, just one 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 quick thing about about Chauncey, and and I think this is what makes him so knowledgeable, and, and obviously you know his career, but. The the way his career played out, I mean, it yeah. took Chauncey three, four years. Like, he really had to, you know, sort of set aside the bullshit and focus on becoming a better player. And I think so many players in the NBA can relate to that, whether you're drafted, you know, a lottery pick or whether you're the last one to be called. I mean, everyone can pick up on that. And when you're talking about accolades and you're talking about the amount of respect across the, the league, the NBA – Shit, I mentioned KG earlier. KG definitely has a chapter about Chauncey Billup. I mean, <laughs> that's the mm-hmm. kind of influence he has throughout so many NBA circles. And yeah, for sure, I I, I think that would be a, a terrific voice to have. And for and I would definitely bet on seeing him become a head coach in this league someday. KG wasn't yeah. coming to Boston if it wasn't for Chauncey. That's a that's one hundred percent correct. Absolutely, yeah, that is correct. Not, yeah. Absolutely, coming. that was mm-hmm. the deciding factor for, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it wasn't well, just like it wasn't just like no 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 Kevin you need to go out to Boston like no did you make up your mind yet do it right now because I'm not playing with you right now like that was the kind of conversation that was is Chauncey eligible for the Hall again? And yeah. he's getting robbed. He's getting robbed, yes. man. I mean, he'll like, get in. He'll get in eventually, but he, he he's not going to get in now. He'll get in. I, I would say within the next three years he'll get in. Hope he so. won two titles. I don't get that, man. You look at uh, – let's not get in that conversation. <laughs> this was fun, guys. <laughs> Before we wrap, I just want to kind of uh, give everybody a shout. Sherrod, thank you, man. Saturday, come and chilling with us. Everybody check out Boston Sports Journal tomorrow, dropping a heavy column. And no, it's not on Jason Tatum. And also uh, – I was going to say, you was Jane, and like you know exactly what it's on. I may. Uh, Sherrod also has Bleacher Report. <laughs> Joe Sway, post-game show. Sherrod post-game show, too. Garden Report, Joe Sway, Causeway Street, one of my favorites. And Joe Sway, man, your After Hours uh, Patreons kick ass. I'm a member. Everybody oh, I appreciate that, that, man. Thank you, And dude. then there's Joe Sway and Max, the, the, the podcast, which has kind of rocked Boston. Max. Uh, yes, sir. We just hit the 100, yeah. uh, 100 episode 100. mark. And we still run hundred. We still going. Still yeah, running. exactly. <laughs> Keep it in 100, and we got 100 episodes <laughs> to show for it. 
100 episodes of show for it. Damn straight. Max, dude, you got a book coming, and then all of a sudden we're talking a lot about KG and, and Paul Pierce, man. You're sitting alongside both those guys soon, or in between two of them. Yeah, I have, uh, I'm supposed to be at sometimes over the next week or so. I'm supposed to be doing something uh, between the two of them. I'm supposed to be kind of emceeing something, so I'm looking forward to doing that. And, uh, you know, it's just it, it's, it's fun when we – well, as as Joe Sway and like Joe Sway and I like to say, we keep it on the hundred. We're gonna keep it on the hundred. <laughs> try to tell you what we really believe, you know. I, I, and like I said, sometimes as a player, and and I remember this well, your feelings can get hurt because you know you like you think you're busting your ass, and then somebody you know shoots something at you, and you're like, oh man, I can't believe that dude would say that. But that shouldn't be the motivational factor so far as what you're going to do when you're out on the court. The only question I have, again, was that then, and I think we went through this today with this particular team, the Boston Celtics, is we're waiting right now for Tatum or for Brown to have a confrontation Max, at we found some one. point. We found one, Max. Uh, kudos to Jay Sav in the chat room. I texted you and Sherrod and Joe Sway the link. I wasn't able to watch it, but apparently I don't remember this. Apparently, Jalen got into it with somebody in my ham, uh, Miami game, so we'll check that out afterwards. Links in the chat room. So, Max, we found one, and I'm not surprised out of the two that it's Jalen. That the women, yeah, you know who it was. So we, so we found one out of 300 games. <laughs> <laughs> the one dude who knew, the one he knew how to push his buttons. Off. He knew how to push that, his buttons. That, you know what? And that is a, that's a great point to close on. We found one. We found one. We found one, and, one. And, and I don't remember it. And I did the it game. It was in the bubble. I don't remember. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's how. That's how big. That's how big that one was. It was in the bubble. I don't <laughs> and, know. And, and it was against a former teammate who knew exactly what to say to push his buttons. Yep. My closing points, guys. Fans in the stands are going to make all the difference for this team. I really think. It, you know, I think that Jason Tatum and these guys, they like to, to put on a show for the fans. And, and uh, I think there'll be a difference next year. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Obviously, after the game tomorrow, what are the Celtics playing tomorrow? I don't even know. Are they playing tomorrow? Port- Portland. Dame Dollar. Portland. Dame Dollar's in the building. Nice. Get, that, get that CD playing. Dame Dollar. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, TD Garden uh, tomorrow, get Max and Grandy on the call. Obviously, Joe Sway, Sherrod, will be here waiting for you guys on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. The regular crew will be back. You don't have to hear my ugly mug. or what? Or you can't see it or hear it. Uh, never mind. Thank you guys for <laughs> tuning in. Follow everybody. Follow everybody on Twitter and on Locker Room. And uh, have a good night, all. All right. Peace out, man. See right you, on. folks. We out. Thank you, guys.